0: South Africa, 17, British and Irish Lions, 16. Uh, Since you've been away, it's been a couple of penalties for the British and Irish Lions that have been slotted by Dan Bigger, as he put them over, yeah, he has. Uh, Dan Bigger's put two over. Uh, Watson, uh, Owens, and Vinopolo have come on for the British and Irish Lions on just before the 60th minute. And it looks as if there's another try that's not been awarded this time to the Lions. So 17 points to 16. One hour been played. 60 minutes of rugby has been played. Still 20 minutes to go uh, and only one point in it. It's what we were expecting. Betting at the moment, in case you're wanting to know, live betting, odds even. They both are just about two rand for a win, odds even as it stands. You with SAFM coming up. uh, In fact, we're going to go to our next guest straight away. Uh, Then we'll play some music for you a little bit later on. Let's go to our next guest and find out a little bit more about coaching and training and all those good things. We're joined by the founder of Daisy Way Coaching Systems, Erica Green. Erica, thanks very much for joining us.
1: Thank you very much, John.
0: How's it? Were you watching the rugby?
1: No, I was watching the Olympics today. The men's road race. Ah, uh,
0: but Olympics Olympics is fit <laughs> that's what's nice. That's what's nice about having the Olympics in Japan. Yeah, you, know, you can wake up at four o'clock in the morning, you've got an excuse to get into bed by six.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that tomorrow's makeup is... <laughs> call.
0: Bicycling yeah. racing and, and it's a better start time. Ashley's riding at six o'clock instead of later. the four o'clock yeah, like the men were this yeah, morning. A
1: little bit later. the women's road race um, starts at five fifty South African time. So, uh, yeah, to, uh,
0: better than 350. Okay, so have you been involved with Ashley?
1: No. Uh, look, I know of her, and I've obviously followed her career. She's more on the road mm. cycling side of things, and she was, um, well, I suppose the, the one thing that, that's a little bit similar is that she also got into the sport quite late. Um, you know, it, 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 she, she was busy studying at the at university before she even sort of poked her nose mm. into, into competitive cycling, and I also started quite late, and I think... I think that's, you know, anyway, that, that's that's one of my other pet stories for later on is long-term athletic development, you know. Too much too early means a little bit earlier burnout, but um, yeah, actually, definitely, I mean, she's still going very, very strong, and mm. good luck for her tomorrow in her road race.
0: What's it like? You you were in Atlanta. You did, you did the road there as well. what What's the pressure like when you're a tiny little team South Africa?
1: Yeah, it's, it's not that easy, um, but... I think um, you know, depending on how much racing you've done overseas, you you definitely sort of um, you know, you you you, you get your allies, you know, you earn your allies and, and your enemies and things like that. So you can uh sort of and and you learn the other teams um racing styles and their team tactics and things like that from from a from a pro team point of view. And then when it comes to country point of view, from from an Olympic point of view, put put it that way, you know, it's it's the dynamics do change, um, uh, they do change. I'm not going to say a little or a lot because we'll leave that up to our imagination, but it's it's just you know I think that's that's also what's what what racing is all about. Um, it's the art of racing, you know so small teams have to make use of the bigger teams, the stronger teams, um latch onto their tactics and use it to their advantage
0: you were talking about winning winning friends Ashley Mulman Passio has so many Dutch friends I guess she could just sit behind the orange train for a little while and wouldn't get into too much trouble
1: that's a good tactic (laughs) you see (laughs) yeah no look I think I think like I say it's the art of racing um you know if if it's the art of racing from a tactical point of view or in mountain biking it's the art of racing from a pacing point of view um it's 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 all relative and I think that's that's why people are good later on, you know, is because they've learned they've
0: mm-hmm. learned that art, and I think it, it boils down to art. Let, let's talk about the men's race a little bit today. It, mm. Fascinating race because ridiculously difficult. Um, mm. There's mm. some of those mountain passes were, were ridiculous. Uh, it was always Alf. it's a it's it's a one day race, so it was always going to be. Down to the last few kilometers. When you uh-huh. saw the breakaway, Nicholas Dlamini is in there, and it's great to see him on the camera. But I'm going to ask you: like, what was the point?
1: Well, um, look, I, I can maybe, I can maybe actually put that into a bit of context. In my road race mm. in '96 in Atlanta, I was a no one. I was like this little girl from Africa, you know, South Africa, and we were on a very interesting uh, course. It was a lap course in Atlanta. I, I actually can't remember even what each lap was, but it was very twisty, turny, steep downhills, uh, Rose were wet, um, you know. So so um, I remember when Jeannie Longo, this absolutely iconic French woman, <laughs> um, famous, infamous, whatever you want to call her. But anyway, she broke away. <laughs> and I happened to just go with her. So it was her and I on a breakaway, and we were away for a lap or so. And she looked behind her, and she saw this little girl from South Africa, and she said, you know, not going to pursue this breakaway. And so she Mm -hmm. sat up, and I sat up with her, and the bunch caught us. And then um, like a lap or two later, she did the same move, but I was obviously not, you know, anywhere near her. And she managed to break away and stay away and win a gold medal. So, okay. r- road racing, you know, a one-day race and a multi-day race, if it's a three-day or a Tour de France or whatever, it's, it's, I would say maybe a one-day race is a little bit more, um, it's, it's tactical, but it also depends on your lack of the day, like your decision. Like, as a racer, do I go with break, that break or do I wait for the next break? Mm-hmm. And you're never going to know which is the, the winning break until you try and you've got to keep trying until right. you actually get to that point. So there is a lot of luck involved, I think in, in one day racing. And especially when it comes to a world championship or an Olympic, uh, Olympic games, you know, like what we saw today and, and for the women tomorrow. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, take, take, no your take your chances,
0: take your chances to see what happens.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and uh, if you're that's... not bold enough, then, you know, go to the back of the bunch and stay there. And I mean, actually, Ashi, <laughs> as she's got it, you know, she, she, she's smart, um, she knows herself very well and um, you know, if she feels that she can go with a break or create a break, I think she's certainly not shy of that either. So I, I really, really do wish her well tomorrow.
0: I'm Sorry, I'm just thinking about taking that chance. That's exactly what happened towards the end. Uh, Richard Carapaz took that break, all the big favourites started looking at each other yes. and he was allowed to <laughs> break away. So for, wow. for all Glamini knew they could have done that with 100Ks to go. Who knew? Yes. Right. so that, that, okay. that
1: move that move is called walking off the front of the bunch <laughs> you know you you, <laughs> you let someone sort of semi-unknown just walk off the front of the bunch and no one chases you down
0: um
1: and 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 that's unfortunately or fortunately the name of the game <laughs> so yeah i you mean came, uh,
0: you, you came, what, yeah. sorry go ahead so i saying so you one, came 35th but just two and a half minutes off the pace so that's pretty good oh no yeah, uh yeah. one minute One minute off the pace. Look,
1: I was I was so rookie to road racing. I'd done I'd never done an international road race in my life before, except uh, (laughs) about three weeks prior to that, we did the. um, In those days, it was called the Hewlett Packard. To it was a twelve-day stage race for women in America, and all the teams were there. All the road races and the mountain bikers. So the mountain bikers made up what we call composite teams. So all the mountain bikers from the different nations get together and they form, you know, teams. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> look, if you had to ask me, the Atlanta Olympics was definitely my favorite race because it was like, like what you don't know doesn't matter. and Analysis paralysis <laughs> hadn't quite hit me yet. Um, so it, it really it was fantastic. You know, I was racing, I was enjoying it and it was, oh man, it was like mm. really, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the Atlanta Olympics <laughs> was my first one day international road race ever. Sure.
0: Sorry. Uh, talk to me about <laughs> mountain biking and how different is or is it different mountain biking compared oh. to obviously the bicycles thing but when it comes to teams uh when you're competing in a mountain bike race um,
1: yes it's a, it's very much um it's a one man show mountain biking it's a very much an individual effort um so your you' you know like a sprinter a road sprinter might not necessarily make the best mountain biker and i mean i might eat my words one day because you know it's it's a uh, in in my day of racing it was like a 2 hour race now it's become like an hour just over an hour race so sure. um but but the 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 the, the, the physicality or the, the 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 characteristics and the demands of a mountain biker versus a road racer is it is different um you know i mean even on roads, you, you can get a one day specialist and a multi-day specialist so mm, it's mm. but yeah i think i think that that boils down to body type uh, mind type and then obviously um you, you know someone who's more more you know better at a, at a at longer uh, more endurance type events as opposed to a um a, a one day short hards. but bearing in mind you know when when we talk about mountain biking and and the format that it is in now which we'll see um on monday and tuesday in the, in the men and the women's races is it's it's a it's a one one to one and a half hour maximum output and your technical oh. you know so it's it's become extremely specialized and i must say i've been chatting to some of the riders and also some of the teams that we know um that course in japan is is not not for
0: sissies <laughs> from a skills point of view. <laughs> My, Erica, don't go away. My guest is Erica Green, Olympian, uh, a multi SA national cross country champion. She's been involved in just about everything in cycling, uh, also founder of Daisy Way Coaching Systems. We're going to find out about that as well. So we'll talk about cycling and mountain biking in a moment. You are listening to John Herica on SAFM. It's Sport Tracks. Uh, Lions leading South Africa's 19 points to 17. 67 minutes in there. Lions 19. South Africa 17. My guest is Erica Green, Olympian, mountain bike cup rider, SA national cross country champ as well. Erica, let's talk about the mountain biking aspect. You mentioned how fast it is, short and sharp. But talk to about the technical aspect of it because you know when you when you watch mountain bikers on these World Cup circuits, they make it look so easy.
1: Well, listen, I'm glad I race when I race and not now. <laughs> 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 I was listening um, to an interview um, from Candace Lill, who's there at the moment. She'll be racing on uh, Tuesday in the women's mountain bike race. And she, you know, and, and we've also got um, uh, ties with teams over there. But, I mean, this, this course, um, there was a test event last year, or was it maybe 20, end of 2019, um, but the, the the course was so technical that there was a request to make it less technical. Um and I actually spoke to um to Bart Brengens, who was the the very first gold medalist in the nineteen ninety-six Atlanta Olympics. Um and yeah, they, they, they basically have kept the, the the route the same. But the course builder of the Tokyo mountain bike um course is actually a South African Nick Flores. Um and his instructions were to make the Rocks look bigger for the TV, you see. So, I'm, I'm. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. I mean, it sounds like a, a ridiculous thing. I mean, look, it is a test of of skill. So, so mountain biking certainly has become the courses have certainly become a lot more technical. And one has to wonder if the equipment can actually keep up with, you know, the demands of of. Um, you know, it's almost like you need a downhill bike. But yeah, so so now it boils down to the rider's skills. But the courses. Um, in, in the olden days, it was like a 10-12 kilometer lap. Now it's like a four-five kilometer lap. So obviously more spectator-friendly, and in that more technical. So in that, your your training is different as well. You know, you've got to be much more body strong, upper body strong, um, and and your your technical skills. And I think I think that's one of my sort of pet projects for South African riders is um, the, the youngsters instead of focusing on on, on quantity. Um, is to focus on quality, so maybe higher intensity and more skills-based, as opposed to just mm-hmm. you know um, uh, endurance-based. So, so you know, things have changed, things have evolved, the equipment has changed, the equipment has evolved. Um, there's a lot more you know uh, research and development (R&D) going on with, with um, bicycle geometry and things like that to sort of keep up. But yeah, I think I think it's um, it's uh, it's very very challenging, of course. You, you, the winner, the winner of, of the cross country mountain bike event at the uh, Tokyo Olympics, is going to be very, very worthy. It's, it's definitely. I think it's going to boil down to a, a skill, a skill ability.
0: <laughs>
1: sure. yeah, I was to, just thinking you you oh, would
0: have you would have competed on the on the small tires. They've got the big twenty nine inches now. Help.
1: Mhm. That's
0: yeah. correct. Um, yeah. You see, they have got it easy now compared to you.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, that that's what my, my comment really was. It was about how the the roots, the forces have evolved and so has the equipment evolved. And I think that's the essence. You know, the, the UCI, which is the International Body for Cycling, they've obviously got their basic rules about your sort of triple triangle bicycle. So you can't have some funky, woo out out-of-space bicycle design that you might have an advantage. So it's got to stay... In a basic bicycle thing, but yes, your wheel size, your crank length, your suspension has evolved. I think I think wheel size and suspension Mm. and geometry has probably been the the three major factors that have um, you know just evolved with the sport. As as we, I want to say.
0: I want to talk about evolving, Erica Green. I also want to talk about the evolving of the athlete. You've mm. done, as you've said, you've done road cycling, you've done mountain biking. You also a tr- pretty damn good track cyclist. It's very yeah, rare to well, find it's... somebody that does all three these days.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's it's um, you're right. I mean, there's not there's not many athletes that have been exposed to all three at a at a level. You know. Um, but I think I think that hopefully can form the backbone of um, you know future development of the of the, the sport of cycling. Because if you look at some of the the great European nations, they, a lot of their road programs start on the track, um, mm. and a lot of their um, good mountain bikers start on BMX bikes, you know, on, on and BMX racing and downhilling, and you know, honing those skills from an early age. But I, I think it's it's. Um, it's, an, it's a privilege to have been exposed to all three disciplines so that it gives you a good understanding of how the three disciplines actually can can feed into each other. I think mountain biking and road complement one another, so you can get quite a cross-pollination between the road and the, and the mountain biking. Um, track is a bit more specialized, but then your track and road will, will feed into each mm. other quite well from a an endurance point of view, you know. It's um, interesting yeah. you mentioned
0: that track... The track to road. We used to have such great track events in South Africa. Unfortunately, that's fallen away. Have we still got track athletes? Can we still have somebody at least compete? We
1: do? Yes, yes, we do. We've got um, – we do have – I think there's a track athlete at um, in Tokyo, David Maria. Um, and, oh, David, yeah. Ah. Yeah, so, so it is it is live and kicking, but it's it's obviously – you know, shimmy down a, a, a little bit, but I think the the local track scene. So um, I know in, in the Western Cape, it's still very, very much alive and kicking. I know the Paul, um, you know, yeah. Elric Coulson, and and um, you know, they, they've been instrumental. And a lot of their track riders do go over to the road, or vice versa, or do track in one season and then the road racing. Matters. I think track is more of a summer sport, and, and road racing in our in the Western Cape anyway. Um, is is more of a, a winter sport, a track. So yeah, I think. Okay. I, I just think yeah, the 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 more the more exposure you have to all the the different skills and and the the more. Just I don't know, just adds to mm. your your prowess as a as a cyclist.
0: Yeah, all round cyclists eventually will come out there. Well, uh, you're in yeah. you're involved. You're involved with with coaching. Um, I was having a look at the website. It's a, it's, a, hmm. it's it's quite, it looks like it's very highbrow. You know, getting fifty percent and seventy five percent and fitting your bike is is that where you're aiming, or are we looking at developing skills? Because I tried mountain biking, kept falling over, stopped enjoying the sport.
1: <laughs> find a, find a proper coach, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, look, if, if we if we're talking sort of mountain bike specific, I think. Um, I, I could be corrected, and forgive me if I'm wrong in the statement, but I think mountain biking has probably grown the most, you know, over the yes. last couple of years from a from a, a recreational and a family involvement, and you know, a, a sort of accessibility. There's you know, bike parks all over the place. Um, I think that, yeah, I just think that that um, it's just become a sport that's accessible to just anyone and everyone. And, and I think what we love to see is a family involvement. Um, South Africa has certainly become a leader in in, in the, the mountain bike stage race stage. You know, if we look yeah. at the Cape Epic and even b wines to Wales and, and, and the likes of those type of events, and um, you know we obviously have got quite a few international athletes as well, and they're all you know they've, they've or, or South African athletes that have gone to do you know uh, European events, and you know we certainly have set quite a high bar of um, the quality of events that we present here in South Africa. And I know that the ABSA Cape Epic has definitely been quite instrumental in the development of, uh, of a lot of the, the UCI rules um, mm-hmm. for, for, for the rest of the world, you know. And, yeah, it's been, it's been fascinating. I think we, yeah, we just need to start producing more, better cyclists, you know. Like, and, and we've got the material. We've got the material. We just have to get get a plan up and running i know that Cycling south africa is also working fervently behind the scenes to to sort of um you know get the structures in place to to get this going so i would love to see a little bit more um township programs popping up because mm. that's going to be your you know your um your group your your feeder system into the this whole sort of cycling scene because it is
0: very but on that you know, note it should be very oh, no, no, bicycles. Bicycles are expensive, and mm. I bought a for my son. I bought you know, from from the local big box store nine hundred buck bike. Is yeah. is that a good place to start, or will I regret buying something like that and rather save some money and buy a slightly better bike?
1: You know, I think I think the most important thing is starting. No, but I mean, if it, it's it's like that in anything. If you if you're gonna if you want to be a good golf player, you're gonna get a a, a, a bottom of the range or an, an entry level set of golf clubs, and the more you you progress, you're going to you know go through up up until you reach a, a higher level of equipment. It's normal. It's mm. completely normal. You know, people shouldn't discount the fact that they can't afford a, 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 the best bike, and think that they you know you know they they can't do cycling. Just just start. And, and, you know, even for – I know that the – well, one of the, the big success stories of South African cycling is the spur series, the spur mountain bike series, which has yes. now become like the school series. And, you know, we, we, we don't want the parents to rush out and go and get their kids the best bikes So they must first just start and get good and hone their skills and start, you know, start investing in that kind of stuff when they become junior under 23, you know, not, not even a junior. Um, right. So it, it is. A, it's a big point of contention. I think South Africans, and look, I'm a parent as well. <laughs> and you know, when my kids started showing interest in hockey and tennis and horse riding and flying or whatever, you want to, as a parent, if you have the means, you want to rush out and just position them in the best position be- possible. But but you know, just don't. You know, just let let them learn. <laughs> learn first. <laughs> Pro- Let's
0: walk and then run.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's, uh, you know, so it's a, it's an international global concept of long-term athlete development and, you know, kids oh. that are young, they, they can't cope with having the best equipment and the pressure that gets put on them to win when they are 11 years old, you know, right. let, <laughs> let them play. Let them play
0: first. Uh, yeah it's that's a good point cuz you know when when i started mountain biking i think well th- that was the problem i'd go onto the trails and well I, you know, I i've got to be the macho man and go onto the slightly more difficult ones instead of just yes. messing about and if i'd messed about i would have learned how to not fall at the beginning yeah. and then i can progress up instead of trying yeah. to be all manly man yeah
1: look i think i think mountain biking is it's a wonderful sport but i think you know it allows it allows Cookies and scholars and competitive and non-competitive and moms and dads and corporate people to actually swing their leg over their bicycle and feel like a king or a queen or a prince or a princess. And I think that that that's <laughs> that's that's probably been the most profound observation that I've made over the last what 25 years. You know, just just what what the sport affords people. Eric
0: Green, we got a. We we got to wrap it up. Uh, quickly, okay. give us a prediction for the ladies' road race tomorrow at the Olympic Games.
1: Ooh, thank goodness! I'm, I'm not I'm not really up to date with you know the who's, who's who in the zoo. I know that. Right. Can, can Ashley oh, all, all, all I can say is that I know that Ashley Norman Passio certainly stands a good chance of being in the top five for sure.
0: Sounds good enough. Erica Green, thank you very much for joining us on Sport Tracks. Two time Olympic Games participant at Atlanta and at Sydney. Uh, 1993 Track Worlds 3,000 meter individual pursuit. South African record holder for 10 years. Took part in the 1996 World Road Champs and a mountain bike champs for many, many years. And she's the founder of Daisy Way Coaching Systems. It's so easy. Get a bike, go ride.